This is the Divine Truth Podcast. My name is Patricia Sanders, and we're listening to a seminar called Secrets of the Universe, presented by A.J. Miller in Australia in 2009. This is part 16. So I started having memories of why I went through all this, what I thought previously was childhood trauma, and I started reconnecting with all the events. You see, in the first century, when I was 21, I was tortured almost to death in the first century. And I reconnected with that memory of all of the different things that happened. And when I was 15, I was, uh, I was um, abused by some, some men. And then I had started having all of these realisations that actually all of these childhood abuse memories that I'd processed were related to my soulmate's life. And I couldn't understand how that happened, but it happened. And later on I understood once I processed some more of the emotions. And then I actually finished up processing the emotions of my crucifixion, along with lots of other emotions. Now, by this stage, like, I'm used to emotional processing. But when you say used to emotional processing, this is emotional processing on a whole different level than what I did before then. And this, I then understood what that lady meant when I visited her, the medium, that I had a whole castle to dismantle. And so my whole life's focus from that moment on became just dismantling the castle. So I sold all of my properties and I spent those money on teaching people these things and I allowed all of these things to come up. I never told them generally I was Jesus, so... You know, I allowed all the things to come up. I gave away CDs and DVDs and whatever else and I finished up going overseas on a few trips as well and doing the same thing overseas and all the while dealing with my emotions about identity and eventually I get to the point where I can feel like I can say to a group of people that who I am. And so I get to that point and by this stage I feel quite strongly about the others of the 14. And by this stage I've actually identified most of them and know who they are and know where they are and so forth. And I knew my soulmate was somewhere up here in Queensland so I got rid of everything that I had down in South Australia and moved up to Queensland. And in the process of moving up to Queensland um, I met quite a few people who, and in fact one of the, pe- the groups of people I met was my soulmate's parents. And uh, I didn't know that they were her parents or anything like that. Uh, but I just knew I had to be in this location, in the Gympie location, around that area. Anyway, I still do presentations, still doing presentations, still working through my emotions. By this stage, I've resolved inside of myself all the issues of identity, which, by the way, is a very, very was a very traumatic psychological process. And it certainly wasn't something I enjoyed and it certainly wasn't something that, um, you know, that I wanted to be. It was in fact quite the opposite. I, I had lots of different times where I just, I just disconnected completely from God and said I don't want to be the person who, what it feels like I am and for lots of different reasons, lots of different emotional reasons and, and I had to work through every one of them. And most of it I, of course, but I was alone so I did all of this alone. Thank goodness, probably, because if I hadn't done it with someone around me, they probably would have committed me. And my mother did attempt to do that. Um, um, so once she heard that I was saying that I was Jesus, 
Um, she then went to some psychologists and they reported me and then I had to go to have some assessments and so forth with doctors and whatever else and they then determined very quickly that uh, I wasn't a danger to myself or to others and so they allowed me to live by myself instead of being committed. But I had to work through all the emotions of that as well, uh, which uh, brought up quite a few emotions about, you know, my family hadn't been speaking to me for a long time and then the first time they speak to me, they want to commit me. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of emotions in that. And uh, and my father didn't speak to me for seven years and my mother about three or four years and my boys for a year and a half and so forth. So I've had, I was, I was totally alone at a lot of places in my life. Anyway, so I worked through all of those things and, and then there's this, this burning desire to teach the truth. So I just focused on my passion and I thought, well, no one's going to believe me anyway who I am. So maybe the best thing to do is just not tell them. And then, of course, I went through that with God and realised that that disconnected me straight away from God. So I couldn't do that. Then I thought, well, no one's going to believe who I am. <laughs> um, and if I've got to say who I am, then it's going to be pretty, like, this isn't going to work very well at all, uh, was my feeling. And in fact, everyone around me who heard what I, who I was saying I was, I, I was, felt the same way, of course, because that's my law of attraction. So they were all telling me, don't you say that, don't you say that, you know, and, and so forth. So I go through a lot of emotions of condescension from others, ridicule and all those kind of emotions, and eventually I get through all of them and I know what I have to do. So, so I just go ahead and do that, which is just tell the truth all the time. Just tell the truth all the time. No matter what the results are, tell the truth. And so I just start telling the truth. And ironically, for the first time, uh, after that point, people started to listen. Before that point, before I didn't say the truth, I would have whole groups of the audience angry, rageful with me. I would come out of every audience and go and cry. For many times, for days on end. And then I would get myself all together again, work my way through a group of emotions, feel really good, go off to another group. <laughs> And then that would be triggered again and would go through the same cycle. To the point where now I don't hardly have any emotions to work my way through anymore. And I feel things quite strongly. And obviously during this change I've made lots of changes and transitions, which are transitions you will find yourself making as well. And a full memory, almost a full memory of my life. So what happened was my first century life, I had lots of memories, and then my memories of the spirit life started coming to me. So I went through the different experiences that I've been in the spirit life and then I started teaching spirits and talking to spirits and all those kind of things and working way through issues there as well and eventually come through all of that to this point where now I know who I am. It doesn't matter to me whether you believe me or not. What matters to me though is that I just want to follow my passion and my passion is helping people get through all of their stuff so they can connect with God. That's my passion. And that's been always my passion. <laughs> Ever since I can remember in the first century, that's always been my passion. And so I've just processed my emotions all the way through that. Now there's still memories coming to me um, and there's still memories... Um, during this time, by the way, memories of our plans that we made in the spirit world came to me. And so I started remembering all of these plans that we made. The plans of 
what we would do in the future, what we would be doing on earth, why it's all happening now, why is it around 2012 that all of these events are occurring, what was going on in the earth, what would happen in the earth in the future, what kind of people would need to make what kind of changes in order for the changes of the world to occur. And all of those things, the big, what I call the big picture things, are the big picture things that I haven't talked to any of you about uh, yet. So one day in the future I'll talk to you about them. Um, but um, all those big picture plans came and, and by this stage I'd attracted my soulmate into my life and that's a whole other story <laughs> which Mary can talk to you about at some point. Um, so by this stage we're starting to work through our emotions together, you know, working through and Mary's, Mary having memories of her life in the first century, her life in the spirit world. Exactly the same process I've been through, Mary's going through and started going through that two years ago. So now she's going through this process of remembering these traumatic events from our first century life, her life after I passed, my crucifixion, and then other ones of the 14 started doing it. Some of you have met Cornelius, right? The man who nailed me to the stake. Um, he started going through the same experiences. All of these things are happening independently of each other. So we eventually meet up and then eventually... So Mary was just blown away went to Darling with the first set of memories that you had, which you didn't expect to have at all. And it was just meeting a few days after meeting with me, meeting with me straight into some memories. And so every one of the 14 is, has had to start going through these processes some of the 14 who have returned are in a different state where they're just total denial of any of these processes yet. And there's five or six of the 14 who have not denied all their emotions but are denying some. And then there's myself, Mary and Cornelius who are sort of working through our emotions in a more conscious way. And the others will come on board, I feel, the more, um, I know, the more we deal with our stuff, they'll, uh, they'll start feeling that attraction. Um, but in terms of who they are, there, there's six here in Australia, or five now here in Australia. There's two in Canada, there's two in South America, and there's two in South Africa. Um, and there's uh, two in the US of A who, came, who come from the Vietnamese culture, who are Vietnamese. Um, so altogether the 14, there's 14. Um, and one of us passed, John, the Apostle John, passed during this five-year period that I was dealing with my emotions, and he was too, but he went into a shutdown place, and when one of the 14 go into a shutdown place, there's a pretty severe law of attraction, and he was murdered um, a month after he shut his emotions down. So, and he's with me now. Um, it was a plan that we'd made that he'd go through these experiences, but at the time I didn't feel it was. And so it was, uh, it was difficult in one way losing his company because he was one of the few of the 14 at the time that were dealing with some of their emotions. And so what we end up with is this, this uh, half of the man that's in front of you um, still working way his, through his stuff trying to demonstrate to you how to become yourself just by this process that I'm going through becoming myself again. And and I understand completely why I've chosen to do all of these things. I remember the choices that I made. Um, 
And while it may be difficult for you to actually connect to emotionally and understand what's going on, I know that in time, if you follow the same path, uh, this divine path that's been presented to you, that you will actually not only come to understand yourself, but also come to understand the truth that I'm presenting to you. Now, John, John Dole, who's um, organised this venue for us today, has done a lot of emotional, like, kinesiology type testing on these truths that I'm presenting. But my feelings are that you don't need to do that. What you need to do is allow yourself to connect to the emotions of it and to see whether there's a ring of truth inside of you about it all and allow yourself to then act upon that emotion inside of yourself. If you do that, you will come to connect with God and if you connect with God, you will know the truth because God tells you the truth through that connection. So you won't need me. All I'm here to do is just to be the, an example that you can choose to follow and it's not that you follow me but just the example of how to work through all of your emotions and how to work through all of the issues and all the different... Remember I started this discussion off with all the different boxes that, of different areas of things in our life that we'd have to work through in order to get to God. And my suggestion is... And, and maybe I just need to rephrase that. I wouldn't say to get to God. We probably should say in order to allow God to come to us. Because God is just there waiting for you to make these changes. So, so if you follow all of those things, you'll find that you'll progress. Now, now some of you believe in reincarnation still. That's okay. You can believe in reincarnation still. Trust me, if you deal with all of your emotions, you will end up with the truth. And the truth will be known by you, whether you're reincarnated or not. By the fact that you'll remember your first incarnation and if you if you had a life in the spirit world like I have, you'll remember that life in the spirit world and you'll remember your second incarnation and every one of the 700 incarnations you feel you might have had, you will remember the entire life of that if you do with your emotion. And I, I put forward to you that that won't happen to you because the truth is that there's very few people who have ever reincarnated onto this planet. But you can go down that track and as long as you deal with your emotions, you will come to resolution about that particular thing inside of yourself. And you will remember everything about your entire life. And so what's happening for me and what's this gradual process going on for Mary too now and Cornelius and others is this process of remembering our entire life. So of course I don't remember when I was born because when you're in your first incarnation you don't remember that. But I do remember when I was born in my second incarnation because you can remember that when you reincarnate. I don't remember in the first incarnation the process of the soulmate separation. But in my second incarnation, because it's a reincarnation in a full, fully conscious zone, I remember everything about it. And it's the most terrible, terrible experience that I've ever had to remember that. And I still am going through lots of grief about that, about the separation from my girl, and all of the different traumatic emotions that I've had through my life now dealing with that emotion. And in the second incarnation, you remember your disconnection from God. In the first incarnation, I didn't remember that. But in the second incarnation, this is terrible trauma that I'm still working my way through and still having a struggle dealing with my fears about getting back that relationship that I once had. And so I'm working my way through that emotion as well. And there's this memories of all the different things that I've done and I'm so afraid of them um, because I just 
I just find it so hard to allow myself to remember them because to remember them and then present them to you, it will just seem so strange and, and, and like it's just so difficult to remember a, a lot of them because I have so much fear attached with them. So the, the group of emotions I'm working through now is this terrible fear I have about presenting to you the truth about all these different things in the spirit world that you can experience. When I first experienced them, they were beautiful. You know, they were beautiful experiences. But what happened was that through the emotional filters of these terrible two memories, the memory of losing God and the memory of losing my soulmate, um, all of these other experiences became traumatic and difficult um, to remember. So I'm working my way through all of those different memories. So I've literally got thousands and thousands of subjects that I could talk to you about. Um, but, but I'm... You know, obviously it will depend on your readiness to receive them as to when we discuss them. But at the moment I'm still working through groups of difficult emotions about, about, and difficult fears that I have to work through. And Mary's going through exactly the same process. So we go through these cycles of feeling lots and lots of joy and happiness and peace and calm and so forth and then whammo into another memory where we're transported back to our life in the first century where, you know, where I was maybe, you know, tortured and abused and so forth, which happened quite a number of times in my life, unfortunately, and, and even more for Mary in the first century life. And, and then we work through that emotion and release that and we feel the same release and the same peace and the same happiness that you feel when you release a causal emotion, the same lovely, peaceful, blissful feelings that come from God. And then, and then we go into another emotion and experience a lot of those things too. And so my suggestion is to allow yourself to experience all of your emotions about those things. You will not have as many emotions as what I've had to work your way through. So don't think that my what I've done is something that you're going to have to do for the next 13 years, right? because it's not. Many of you have already begun emotional work, but... Causal stuff, obviously, is difficult to access, but my feelings are many of you will only have a few years of this process to deal with, just by working your way through different emotions. My experience and the experience of every one of the 14 is going to be very different to your experience. You won't have identity issues to sort your way through unless you believe you're other people from the first century or other centuries of your life and you start working through and you may find in the end that, oh, that was a spirit connected to me. So I've had to work my way through all of those emotions too. Maybe this is a spirit connected to me, a spirit who believes he's Jesus and all that kind of stuff. And I've worked my way through all groups of emotions about that. Of course, I don't have any connections with spirits in the fact, in the sense that I don't hear them at all. And I can't see them. And, uh, and that won't occur until I'm at one with God. And I know why, but you don't have to trust the answer as to why. Um, but what I'm doing is, I want, what I came here to do is I came here to demonstrate to you how to get to be at one with God without having any gifts inside of yourself. No gift of mediumship, no gift of spirit communication, no special special abilities or anything like that. And that's why I came here, to, to show you how to become at one with God from that condition, without any help from any single person other than God. Not a single person has helped me through the last five years of experience. Most people have 
being derogatory and negative and like condescending and <laughs> all of those different things to me during that time. And and many of you in the past have felt those same emotions, yes? Those of you who know me much better now have felt those same emotions at different times towards me, angry or upset or whatever. And I feel all of those emotions and I've had to work through the emotion, my emotional response to all of those things. And that's why I can stand here in front of you calmly and say who I am and not maybe not that calmly a few minutes ago, but say who I am uh, without worrying about your judgment and your criticism and worrying about what ha- will happen with my law of attraction and so forth. And my suggestion to you is when you do the same as that, you will have your connection with God, you'll have your connection with the divine truth, you don't need me, you don't need anyone else in that connection and you will draw your soulmate into your life and you will start having the same blissful life that I've experienced for a period of my life, the 2,000 year period in between my first century life and here, and I've experienced that most times of bliss and what I'm suggesting is that is open to you as well, just by having a look at those teachings. And you'll find in the end, if you're a man who's a logical man, you'll find there's so much logic in it all, right? And you'll see it all fit together. And if you're a woman who's an emotional woman, you'll find there's so much emotion in it all that all seems to fit together. And if you're either or gender who can merge those two things together, you'll find there's so much truth in what you receive. And you'll start feeling it as God's truth, not as mine. You won't feel it as mine. Because I don't feel it as mine. I'm just so grateful that God has taught me this truth right from the time I can remember being alive on the planet. And it's so wonderful to learn it. There's nothing in comparison to it. And so that's why I want to talk to you about it. Anyway, that was a long-winded answer (laughs) in my (laughs) noise. Now, of course, there's a lot more I could say because condensing, condensing 46 years into a few moments is often very difficult. And, um, and sometimes there's a habit of getting things out of sequence as well. But uh, it must be getting pretty late by now. So many of you will probably want to be leaving, so that's fine if you want to leave now, that's fine. But thank you so much for your attendance today and thank you so much too for your donations. That you've given Thank you for listening. The website for this show is divinetruthpodcast.wordpress.com and you can find AJ and Mary's website at divinetruth.com. Their YouTube channels are Divine Truth and Divine Truth FAQ.